Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I'd like to welcome you to the Emmaus of Us podcast. Last week, we began a new series entitled The Knock. We studied how Jesus persistently knocks at the doors of our hearts, waiting patiently for us to let him in. This week, we will study how we are now new creatures in Christ Jesus and how we are called to be his ambassadors in the earth. So let's get started and begin part two of this series entitled The Knock. The title of this week's episode is called Peace Be With You. We will be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. But first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time to study your word. We know that if we delight and meditate on your word day and night, we will be like trees planted by the water, blessed and fruitful. Speak to our hearts, Father, so that we can learn more about you. Teach us wisdom and humility so that we will have the courage to follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. We ask for revelation today about what it means to be reconciled to you and how to minister that gift of reconciliation to others. I humble myself right now, Lord. Only have me speak what is given to me to say by the Holy Spirit. Not my words, Lord, just yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. In order to understand how to be an ambassador of reconciliation, you must first understand what it means to be reconciled to God through Christ Jesus. Before Jesus, man and God were on opposite sides of a gulf because of Adam's original sin in the Garden of Eden. God on one side and man or we were on the other side. God, in his grace and mercy, chose not to leave us without a way back to him. Jesus is that way. At Calvary, Jesus bridged the gap between God and man by offering himself up once as a sacrifice for our sins. Jesus knew no sin, but became sin so that we might be made the righteousness of God. Our old sin nature was nailed to the cross and we are now new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things are passed away and all things are new and all things are of God. We may sin, but we know we are no longer slaves to sin. We now have the power to walk away from sin and choose to walk in the spirit instead. Jesus further lets us know that the status of our new relationship um, 
He does that in John chapter 20, verse 19, where it reads, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. Notice that the first words that Jesus uttered to his disciples when he returned in his resurrected body were, Peace be unto you. This is significant because it was in essence an announcement or a proclamation that the relationship between man and God had been eternally changed through him. Jesus' obedience had ushered in a new covenant based not on man perfectly keeping the law, which man could not do in the old covenant. This new covenant would be built on grace and peace. Simply put, God is at peace with man. Jesus paid the debt in full for us. And now all we have to do is accept that free gift of grace and come back into relationship with God. In fact, verse 19 of our reading today states that to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Once we receive this reconciliation with God for ourselves, we are then called to tell others about it so that they can also be reconciled to God. Why? Because we should not keep a good thing to ourselves. Also, in Luke chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus tells us that the heart of God, um, and he describes it in the parable of the banquet. Um, when God's servant had gone out trying to get people to attend and there was still room, notice what the master of the servant tells the servant to uh, go back and do. He says, and the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Now, reconciliation always begins with peace. We know this from our own dealings with each other. Someone must be the peacemaker before peace talks can begin. In James chapter 1 verses 19 through 20, we are warned that wrath can disrupt peace talks. And it reads, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So for peace to occur, someone has to be the bigger, mature person um, for the process to begin. So is it in the kingdom. God made a way through Jesus to reconcile himself to the world, making a way for there to be peace between him and man. Um, in James Chapter 3, verse 18, we learn that there is a correlation between peace and righteousness. Um, in the NIV, the verse reads that peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. 
Jesus himself goes one step further and says in Matthew 5, 9, that blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. I believe that in order to reap righteousness is the reason why Jesus' first words to the disciples was, peace be with you. Jesus was sowing the seed of peace in order to reap the fruit of righteousness. Now, I'm going to stop here and continue this next week because I know that some may be asking, well, Jesus also said that I did not come to create peace but a sword. But um, we will discuss this further next week along with more about what it means to be an ambassador of Christ. Before I go, however, I would like to um, pray that the Holy Spirit will help you to get a deeper revelation about the peace that Jesus died for you to have. Um, If you understand his peace, then you can move into really living in God's rest. Pray these words with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the peace that is available to me through Christ Jesus. Show me how to now walk in the rest that your peace brings. Also, show me how to minister reconciliation to others. Make me aware of opportunities to lead others to Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Emmaus or Bus. Join me next week as we continue this series entitled The Knock. Have a blessed week.